Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Monday, December 5th, and this is People Every Day. Hey there, you guys. It's me, your favorite host, Janine Rubenstein, back with you as always. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. We've got the always lovable Jeannie Mai on the show today to talk about her upcoming new show. Plus, there was a lot of Royals news this weekend, from William and Kate's big Boston takeover to Harry and Meghan's bombshell documentary. We've got it all. So let's get started with what's been swirling around out there in the world. We begin with an update to a story we've been following closely. Good Morning America hosts Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are in time out. As we covered extensively last week, the longtime morning news hosts started seeing each other romantically over the last few months. Both Holmes and Robach have marriages that appear to be in their final stages, but that fact wasn't widely known until the two were recently found to have taken their long-standing friendship out of the platonic zone. Earlier today, word broke that ABC News is sidelining the anchors with the news division's making a decision regarding what impact the on-air talent's romantic relationship may have on the program. On a phone call with staffers this morning, ABC News president Kim Godwin shared that while Robach and Holmes have not violated any company policy, the news outlet felt the matter had become, quote, an internal and external disruption, and that ABC, quote, wanted to do what's best for the organization. Last week, as news of Robach and Holmes' relationship became public, the two remained on air, hosting GMA3 as recently as Friday. There is no word yet on how long Holmes and Robach will be shelved or how their roles may change at ABC and GMA, but we will definitely continue to keep you informed as we learn more. The Swifties are heading to court. As you'll remember, a few weeks ago, tickets for Swift's Eras Tour went on sale and basically broke the internet, or at least Ticketmaster. Fans began experiencing difficulties securing tickets, which left thousands facing site errors, lost spots in the virtual queue, with others having to wait more than five hours. Some fans were able to navigate their way through all of Ticketmaster's issues, but countless others were left empty-handed. Resale ticket prices have exploded in the interim, with prices ranging anywhere from $400 to over $30,000 for a single ticket. Swift vented her frustrations about the Ticketmaster debacle on social media, saying, quote, It's truly amazing that 2.4 million people got tickets, but it really pisses me off that a lot of them feel like they went through several bear attacks to get them. Now, more than two dozen Taylor Swift fans across 13 states are suing Ticketmaster for the way the company botched the ticket sales. Live Nation Entertainment, the parent company of Ticketmaster, was accused by 26 plaintiffs of violating California's Cartwright Act and unfair competition law. The company is being accused of fraud, price fixing, antitrust violations, and, quote, intentional misrepresentation. The plaintiffs allege that Ticketmaster, quote, intentionally and purposefully misled ticket purchasers, quote, by allowing scalpers and bots access to Taylor Swift ticks presale. 
The suit goes on to allege that Ticketmaster's expansion into the secondary ticket market and its agreements with stadiums force, quote, fans to buy more expensive tickets, end quote, from which Ticketmaster received additional fees from every time the tickets were resold. Ticketmaster issued an apology to Taylor Swift and her fans in the days following the online ordeal. The suit is seeking a civil fine of $2,500 per violation, in addition to attorney's fees and any additional court-deemed relief. We'll see if fans get some restitution or if somehow Ticketmaster will find a way to shake it off. And now let's turn our attention to the latest happenings in the royal family, ahead of what looks to be a very revealing week for the Windsors. The Prince and Princess of Wales, as well as the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, have been sweeping all the headlines for the last 48 hours, and I'm excited to dig into all the royal news. Princess Kate and Prince William ended their three-day visit to the States with the Earthshot Prize Awards ceremony Friday night, and Kate's fashion look was a blast from the past. Then, this morning, we got a new, juicier look at that new Netflix docuseries about our favorite California royals, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Harry and Meghan. And here with me now to get us up to speed on all things royal is the royally smart and informed Michelle Tauber, People's Editorial Director of Society and Culture. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Janine. There's so much to talk about. Seriously. Well, it was a busy weekend for Prince William and Princess Kate, and I heard you were at the ceremony in Boston. So take us into what it was like for you. What was the energy like in the room, especially once the prince and princess walked in? It was a really intimate space. It was at Fenway Park in their like MGM theater. It was smaller than I had anticipated. They made an announcement before they came in that when the prince and princess enter, like, please rise. What I noticed most was they take their seats and then for the next hour and a half of the show, it's like every eyeball in the room is frozen on them. I thought to myself, I'm like trying to stifle yawns. It's been a long day and a long couple of days. And I'm thinking like how much Kate has to be always on, right? Like she can't even mm-hmm. yawn. Or what if she needs to sneeze? Or everyone's yep. looking at her. <laughs> She's got that huge engagement ring, which is quite something to behold in person. That Diana engagement ring is like a beacon. And lastly, there was an interesting moment of thought it kind of reflected some of the tensions in the air. Someone heckled right when they sat down and shouted out free Ireland. And then yeah. someone right after that shouted out we love you, Kate. There was a lot in the air. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, th- this was quite the fashion moment for Kate. Let's just go there. Her look was a nod to her late mother-in-law, Princess Diana. So can you talk to us about that? First of all, she surprised everyone by wearing a rented dress. So she did the UK version of Rent the Runway. And as far as the Diana homage, this isn't the first time that we've seen her, obviously, honor her late mother-in-law, but it was the first time Mm -hmm. we've seen her in this very famous emerald and diamond choker that had not been seen since Diana wore it. And when Diana wore it, there was this famous fashion moment where Diana, she wore it around her head. There's a story that goes that she couldn't pull it down all the way. It was so tight when she went to tie it, it, she couldn't get it around her neck and it ended up around her forehead and she decided to keep it that way. But Kate did not. Kate wore it around her (laughs) neck as intended. And she paired it with that off the shoulder green, right? Didn't Diana do the same thing when she wore it? 
Yeah, it was a very similar look. I should note that the reason for the rewear and the rental and all of that was this idea of sustainable fashion. So all mm. the guests had been encouraged to wear something they already had. Again, we've never seen Kate rent a dress. And a fun thing that we were able to confirm right after the show is that very same dress, not just like the style, but the actual dress will be back in rotation for rent. So um, ah! if you're in the UK, you could wear <laughs> Kate's dress. Well, we were talking about Kate's homage to Diana. And since we're speaking of the People's Princess, I want to pivot to some news involving her younger son, Prince Harry. Today, Netflix dropped the trailer for the first volume of a six-part series, Harry and Meghan, and the tea is piping hot. Michelle, there's a lot of buzz about what we can expect to see in the couple's new series. So what can you tell us? It was obviously the talk of the town because here you have William and Kate in America for the first time in eight years, the first time as the Prince and Princess of Wales. And then you have on the West Coast, this trailer for this very hotly anticipated Netflix series starring, as you said, our favorite American royals, Meghan and Harry. And so, you know, the the timing had a lot of people buzzing. This one that dropped this morning, Janine, really explicitly references Diana. Harry reiterating that that what happened to his mother and the scrutiny from the press, the, the relentless paparazzi, that could repeat, history could repeat with his wife, with Megan, and specifically referenced the hierarchy of the family, which is something that's often spoken behind closed doors, but not ever oh, in yeah. such an explicit way. Oh, it's going to yeah. be so juicy. But is there, like, we know the date that it's going to come. Are they going to keep teasing us all week? Or, like, <laughs> yeah, what is happening I, with I this run-up? <laughs> well, first of all, there are two parts, right? So the first one is dropping this Thursday, the 8th. The second will drop the following week on the 15th. There's some thought it would make sense chronologically that the first part will be focused on, like, the exciting early days of their romance. They were obviously dating in secret. And then the speculation is, that then it will build toward that everything turned and that then they felt they were the target of scrutiny, racism, criticism of everything under the sun regarding Megan, regarding their relationship. And that the second half of the show may, may be more focused on all of that. It's like a video diary. They're in the car. You know, there's cameras with them really, really behind the scenes in a way that, again, we have never <laughs> seen from any member of the royal family in the history of the royal family. You heard Megan say, you know, when the stakes are this high, wouldn't it make sense to hear the story from us? And I think that's really how they see this. Well, volume one of the couple's highly anticipated series, Harry and Megan, will debut on Netflix this Thursday, you guys. Volume two will premiere on December 15th. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Janine. Coming up, Jeannie Mai Jenkins is stopping by to talk about what she's been cooking up as host of America's Test Kitchen, The Next Generation. But first, Kiki Palmer made her Saturday Night Live hosting debut this weekend, and she made quite an impression. After the break, we get into her big reveal and the surprise cameo that everyone has been talking about. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ladies and gentlemen, Kiki Palmer. We are back. And yes, over the weekend, Nope star Kiki Palmer towed the boards at Studio 8H and hosted Saturday Night Live. She hit the ground running with a sharp, energetic monologue where she talked about what a big year she's had and used it as an opportunity to address some rumors. There's some rumors going around. People have been in my comments saying Kiki's having a baby, Kiki's pregnant, and I want to set the record straight. I am. And with that, I am, Palmer flung open her jacket and revealed her baby bump. Kiki is pregnant with her and boyfriend Darius Jackson's first child. Jackson shared a photo of the mom-to-be on his Instagram, simply writing 2023 with a heart emoji. But back at SNL, Kiki embraced her pregnancy and incorporated it into several jokes and sketches. It is bad when people on the internet spread rumors about you, y'all, but it's even worse when they're correct. One of the most talked about sketches of the night was where Kiki was opposite Kenan Thompson. In the sketch, Kiki has decided to reboot Thompson's show from his Nickelodeon days, Kenan and Kel, with Kiki replacing Kel and playing an overly dramatic Kel Lee. And just like Kel, Kelly shared the same obsession with orange soda, but with a melodramatic twist. Come on, Kelly, you can't keep taking orange sodas. Just put it on my tab. I'm good for it. $5,000 worth of orange sodas, Kelly? Don't yell at me, because guess what? I'm pregnant with your child. <laughs> but a short while later, a very special guest made an appearance. Hey, everybody! That's right, Kel Mitchell appeared in the sketch before hilariously being killed off, trying to stop a robber. Oh, don't die on me, Keanu! Don't go into the light! My baby needs his father! You heard that right, Keenan. Kel's the father! I slept with him just to hurt you! Why do I hurt the ones I love most? The whole sketch was just super fun and, of course, made me nostalgic for the Keenan and Kel days. Love seeing them reunite and, of course, watching mom-to-be Kiki Palmer absolutely kill it. I'm sure she's going to have her hands full soon, but she's definitely got the energy and stamina to be a frequent SNL host. There is no doubt that our guest today is a familiar face to all of you, whether it is speaking about fashion, pop culture, hot topics, motherhood. You can always count on an opinion that is honest, mixed with a little bit of fun from Emmy Award winning host Jeannie Mai. Now, Jeannie Mai Jenkins. Jeannie is off the daytime couch and into the kitchen with her new show, America's Test Kitchen, The Next Generation. It is a 10 episode series with 11 home chefs from across the country competing in challenges that show off their culinary skills and personality. Personalities. So here to give us all the details on that and everything else she has going on is the woman herself, Jeannie Mai Jenkins. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here with people and I am 
celebrating the little baby noises in the background. If you happen to hear it, drop in <laughs> just live and direct in Mama's Kitchen. So, hey, how you doing? <laughs> good, good. It's little Monica, right? Yes, Monica's here. We just gave her her morning feeding. She's in that transition stage of solids. Oh, my favorite part. I'm so excited about the solids. But we're talking food, baby food. But let's, let's switch over to what you have going. Tell us about America's Test Kitchen, the next generation. Where am I watching it? What am I making from it? And, and which of these cast of characters is going to wow me? Well, first of all, you're going to be tuned in to Amazon Freebie on December 9th. It's coming up very soon to watch America's Test Kitchen, the longest running institution of recipes for America. So I've never talked about the fact that I love to cook, but America's Test Kitchen scoured America for people at home in a basic kitchen with a basic budget who just love to cook. I was like, mm. wait, that's me. So what happened is we all joined together. And in this competition series you're about to see, it is intense because America's Test Kitchen is a huge, renowned institution of well-groomed recipes. They are the type of people that test a recipe thousands of times before they're like, okay, this is good enough for you to try. This is something your grandmother can say, all right, this is a good recipe. Okay. You've got a lot going on though. It's not just this. You have your web series, Hello Honey, right? Especially when Mama Mai is working up a feast. That is so fun to watch. You're covering so many different genres and entertainment. I'm still doing red carpets. You're a correspondent on ABC's Holy Moly, Listen Honey, the podcast, and, and your chief brand officer for Owl's Brew as well. But I take it out of all of these gigs, Mothering Monaco must be the best and most taxing. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Having Monaco made me feel like I've been born again. It sounds so overly spiritual. My daughter gives me so much confidence. I like myself more as a mom. I like myself more getting up and taking care of somebody else and tending to her. But you realize how much you went through as a child, as an adult, because you're either healing from those things or you're reworking or relearning or unlearning things that you went through as a child. But now I know more. I actually have more tools to equip this little girl to be the healthiest and the most peaceful-minded she can be because of what I've learned. That allows me to live my childhood again. And that is life-saving. You have to give me the, the latest milestones for La Monaco. Okay, well, girl, today she asked for her milk and she actually went like this, which is the sign language sign for milk. She also is blowing kisses. We tried so hard. We wanted like a good, like, like a juicy from across the room. So it's like extra emotional. You get it like punched in the face. Hear it? <laughs> yes, I heard it. I got a kiss. It is the best. What What is Jeezy like as a dad? Man, he is the captain of chill. He has so much fun with us. Like he loves doing all the things that we girls now, because we've got his nine-year-old daughter, me and Monaco. So it's a lot of estrogen all up in the Feminine room. energy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he really celebrates the feelings, the emotions, the, the extra hugs we need, the cuddles. Well, I don't want to let you go before I talk to you about something important and just also Amazing. Uh, in 2017, you executive produced Stopping Traffic, the movement to end sex trafficking, a documentary that investigates the international crisis of human sex trafficking from a deeply personal point of view. And I just learned that you actually have had a hand in helping some children who were actively being trafficked just by happenstance seeing them at an airport. Why is this so important to you? And, and how invested are you in this? 
I'm invested for life. Human beings are being sold, traded, exchanged, used, and abused. And it's disgusting. And the scary part about trafficking is you can't immediately see it. It's not like a white van that drives up and picks up your kids. I saw children that were being trafficked at the LAX airport. Because I'm trained to understand now that shady stuff happens at the airport and not everything is what it seems. So I was able mm. to spot it and tell and report authorities who then intervened just in time to learn that those were two adults trafficking two children to go to the Super Bowl. That was something because I noticed it. Traffickers know how to prey on people who need either love or to make money or companionship or hope. Those are all four things that we, you, you need, I need. So anybody can be a victim. And so understanding by watching our documentaries, Stopping Traffic was one of them. And last year we just released Survivors of Sex Trafficking, which is actually right now debuting on Stars. But you can learn to catch the signs of trafficking so that you can be more aware and take care of our community. Oh, so powerful. Thank you so much for saying that. Tini, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. I love people. Happy holidays to you guys. And guys, uh, be sure to also catch America's Test Kitchen, The Next Generation. It premieres Friday, December 9th on Amazon Freebie. The holiday season is in full swing and as fun as this time of year can be with all the lights, music, movies, parties, and of course, food, holiday shopping can be a bit stressful. Figuring out what to get someone can be stressful, which is why small gift exchanges like Secret Santa or White Elephant can be a fun way to take out the stress of holiday shopping and keep things light. Most people walk away with a new knickknack, but one Baylor University volleyball student just took home the gift of a lifetime. Laura Briseno is a sophomore for the Baylor Lady Bears women's volleyball team. The players gathered at their coach's house last week for what Lauren thought was a little get-together to watch the bracket selection for the NCAA Division I Women's Volleyball Championship. And while the team was gathered, it was decided that the women would participate in a white elephant gift exchange. Lauren opened up a brand new blanket, which was stolen later by one of the assistants coaches, prompting Lauren to choose a new gift. The new gift contained a proclamation meant for Lauren to read aloud. Due to unwavering diligence and determination for relentlessness and execution of incredible skills at the highest level, for growth in providing extra and exciting, electrifying, enthusiastic, empowering endurance, and for exemplary leadership skills that have included joy and self-sacrifice, the reader of this year proclamation has hereby earned for herself a full scholarship. If you couldn't hear that last part, because Lauren got quite emotional reading out loud as she learned she received a full scholarship on behalf of the coaching staff and the university. You need to check out the video for yourself. It's on the Baylor Women's Volleyball Instagram. It's so beautiful. Lauren is surrounded by her teammates in some very cozy Christmas jammies. And just seeing the emotion on her face and all of the hugs is just so beautiful and wonderful. And, you know, just a little something to make you smile. That is our show for today, you guys. Thanks for jumpstarting your week with us. I'll see you back here tomorrow to do it all over right here on People Every Day.